was garbage. Little squeaky. No, I'm not garbage. Uh, I was out on a walk and uh, yeah. For some reason, my phone just like went went black. Okay. It wouldn't let me do anything. Okay. Yeah, man. Then I came back like what ten minutes ago and uh. Less than 10, 10 minutes, minutes ago, ago, and the and phone, phone started, started working, working again. again. I don't know. I don't, know <laughs> I don't think Zach likes you, and I don't know why. He's, uh, oh, I don't know. Bro, we got uh, little. I've given, given him all my love and respect. We got little squeaky yeah, got in the house. Treats like, like this. For the first time, Juicy Flail Podcast. Yeah. Little squeaky. Podcast. So, so y'all saying you, uh. Have you been going already, or did you, like, just start? Well, we were. We did it. We started like an hour ago, but then we an stopped. An hour ago, yeah. yeah. No, but well, then we stopped. Then we made a song, and then we made a song. well, it, yeah, okay. I made a I made a beat. I, I made a beat for Young Tupperware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's making fun of uh, Dream's horrible song. <laughs> You know, you know this is probably, probably the first time, time I've joined a, a Discord, Discord call, call in like months. Yeah. Because, uh, since, 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 since being in Flex. Yeah, bro. Hey, hey. I li- they had their call going all the time. I listened to, uh, I tried to listen to Lambo Season by Young Lambo. Yo, I, I, I love Lambo Season. Dude, the only songs I could get through were the ones with you on it. You carried those. That's, 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 what, what, that's, that's, what, that's, that's what all the basic, basic Young Lambo fans say. I'm not even a fan. Um, what are you talking about? I don't know, man. I, I'm a be real. Uh, I've said this a few times with like people in Flex, but like as far as people who were in Flex during the time I was there, I was like really, really overrated. Nigga, what are you doing, bro? Shut your bitch ass up, bro. What? You left the 808s on in the background. Me? Yes. Oh, my bass is plugged in. Is that better? <laughs> no, man. Yes. Okay. My foot you was... the 808s on No, the my background. foot was on the cable. Dog. <laughs> wow. Like I was saying, I was heavy overrated. Over in Flex. Everyone just kept trying to get... Like generic ass trap features out of me, and uh, I don't know, man. Like, well, they obviously kind needed of this, them. Yeah. And uh, I was just kind of, I was kind of very uh, heavy overrated. A lot of people, uh, there's there were some people who just wanted me to stick to making like 100% serious shit forever, but like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not, never making another in development type of thing ever again. Yeah. So it's so boring. <laughs> yeah, well, are you just gonna make like a? I'm here to make bangers. Nice. So what? I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this on the podcast, which is public. But what do you? <laughs> but what do you have planned for the summer in terms of music releases? Oh well, well. Uh, first thing I'm doing is uh, being in a musical. Okay. At my school, this is I've been in many, many shows. This is gonna be my final one nice. because uh, it's my summer after my senior year. Cool. It's gonna be Anastasia. I will be playing the role of Gleb Vaganov, who is the antagonist. He's a communist general oh, guy. Oh, same. 
I'm a communist. Wow, yeah. Shit. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you Bernie Sanders? I, yeah, I'm Bernie Sanders. You Bernie Sanders? Yep, I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm 80. But anyway, I'm yeah. 89. Anyways, years old. I'm. I'm not gonna. To I'm not gonna be going too in depth, on, like in specific on uh, music releases, because some stuff I wanna. I would tell you, like just the people in a uh, juicy flair, but I don't want. I don't want to say it in a podcast, because I know those flex niggas are gonna go snooping around for everything they can to try and figure out what I'm dropping next. Yeah. No disrespect to them, but like they they dig deep, bro. They kept finding like Facebook pictures from years ago that I was tagged in, bro. Like That's it was weird. from like theater. It was it was kind of it was kind of wild, man. That sounds black. Dude, I don't think they're like that anymore. But I know I know they're they 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 don't spend too much time like away from their computers. Not all of them, but a couple of them just kind of spend all day on the computer, man. Yeah. And so they they kind of go down a rabbit hole of uh. You know, I have young Lambo. I have <laughs> That's that's what I'm saying, young Lambo, man. So um, like, dude, go outside. I do have a. I I did put Jews in the Ghetto Volume Three on a hold. I made most of it, but I would like to make something else first. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing right now. Well. And it's just gonna be bangers. Yeah, I can't wait to hear Jews in the Ghetto Volume Three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's uh, interesting. Interesting. Very gonna be very polarizing, but basically polarization is all. Uh, it's all my career is. Yeah. Anyways, what I want to do right now is just drop like bangers. You know yeah. What I mean? I've never been a super original rapper, <laughs> but I really want to go back to like. Uh, I think some of the most magical music I've made is like Squeaky for President era me, like Spring 2020. Yeah. That was where I really mastered this art of just dropping these songs with these hard-hitting songs very catchy flows with these weird-ass lyrics yeah <laughs> and using plotagon i want to use more i want to make a bunch of plotagon music yeah videos. is that the one that like submarine man uses yes yeah yeah okay yeah. Uh, young lambo my most young lambo sounds like submarine man if he was speaking english i've heard that a lot they're not the same person they sound so but, similar I mean, as far as i as far as i know they're not the same person and uh I have spoken, I've been on a Submarine Man song, I've spoken to Submarine Man, pretty sure they're not the same person. He never, so, like, talks uh, anymore, does he? That's what the mask is. He's, he's, he's just, he's, he's very, uh, elusive. He was supposed to drop an album, I think on December 31st, but he didn't drop it. Huh. And then, uh, came out with End of the Socks featuring Lil Squeaky, and, uh, then he just kinda disappeared again. And he kind of shows up every now and then. I don't know. I'm not in the flex server anymore. You left but, it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I left it like a month ago or something. I don't know. Really? I left it not too long after huh. leaving the label. I'm still in it. Because uh, it, it's just like, it's sensory overload. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, a lot of people always trying to talk to me all the time. You know what I mean? I just kind of want to be more laid back. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been doing recently. Dude, that, the... Uh, announcement channel in there is yes is the worst. Uh, I'll look, dude, I'm, like, bro, I'm here. I don't I don't care about pings. I think like you know a lot of people complain about pings. I think pings are very funny. <laughs> yeah, I think they're funny. <laughs> I think they're funny. I think they're but, annoying. Uh, honestly, uh, I I don't make a big deal about them. I think they're funny. I would ping a lot, but 
uh, I remember like when it started up when I originally joined it in like October of like 2019 or something. Uh, it was like server was new. It was a big mess, but it was like a funny mess. No one knew what they were doing. Yeah. Then all of a sudden they they tried to figure out what to do. You know, it just became. It was still messy, but it was like a structured mess, and I was yeah. Control yeah, I think chaos. that's the best way to put it. It was controlled chaos, and they couldn't just let the chaos run free. And then they had like a hundred members of the label or something, and yeah. it was very confusing. So what? I don't know, man. Do you? I actually don't know what they're doing. I I'll be real. I don't know what. I don't know like anything so do, about like what you, they're doing nowadays. So if I'm correct, Young Schmoobin owned the label before he left, right? I don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what? What do you think happened as a result of him leaving? Like, do you think Flex uh, went downhill, or did they just, just kind of? What I, from what I know, I I don't really remember much about it. It was like August last year. Yeah. But uh, Flex didn't go downhill because of that. Uh, something that annoyed me a lot that kept going it annoyed it annoyed select people, but it was just like uh, because I was in like a high position there. Like I was an executive at one point before that I was like an administrator. I always had to hear about people uh, like just kind of talking behind other people's backs and uh, had yeah. to hear about a lot of drama going behind the scenes that I didn't want anything to do with. Yeah. And so uh, I I'm not going to go into specific details or anything. Yeah, of course. I don't think I'm uh, – it's, it's not something I want to think about or even remember too mm -hmm. much about, but I just like – it was very overwhelming to hear all this shit going on. Eventually, it would trickle down to the people, like, in the label. But most people didn't even know anything about it. Yeah. Most people don't know anything about any other drama, and they're having a good time. I think the last... It was the fact that I was in a high position that I always had to hear about it. Yeah, I think the last drama we, like, we had in the <laughs> server was when, ta when uh, like, a year ago, when Taker got kicked. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's hard to. Dude, I'm be, dude, I, I'm be real. I love the fact that, um, you know, I, I've heard a lot of um from like, I talk to, I still talk to like, the people who are higher ups at Flex, like yeah, mosquito, mosquito and Lambo, little sperm a lot. I talk Mosqui like not mosquitoes a lot, cool. not as much as I used to. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, like I, I still talk to them. Uh, like I'm in a group chat with a lot of people who are in Flex. Uh -huh. I'm in a few group chats. I don't think I'm in any servers, but I'm in a number of group chats. I will say uh. Yeah, I was saying. Oh yeah, I love the fact that they don't like that I'm in Juicy Flow, but I just like the fact yeah. that this is a lot more laid back. No one's taking anything uh -huh. too seriously. No one's trying to make things happen. No one's trying to enforce any events or any changes. Yeah. We don't have any weird ass drama following us. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? We're yeah. just kind of chill. So that's the thing with a big, a big label. Like first off, yeah. no late, no label like Flex Entertainment should have a hundred members. Just uh, yeah, uh, putting actually, that out uh, there. From what I've heard, uh, Mosquito said they kicked like half of their roster, like all the inactive people around the time I left. That was actually something I was saying they should do for a long time. Uh, Just like, okay, I was back and forth on it. it yeah. It's weird. Most of the most of the decisions made in Flex, and I don't think you can blame anyone for this. I'm not going to hold it against anyone. It's probably not even a bad thing. There were just a lot of very impulsive <laughs> decisions, yeah. including stuff like with the roster. I remember back in the day, I kept being like, yo, we got to sign as many people as possible. Big, crazy label. But then <laughs> towards the end of my time there, I was like, yo, I don't really like the fact we have a big, crazy label. Yeah. Even from a musical standpoint, like Flex Gang Volume 3 is the third compilation album from them. That's usually considered the best one. My favorite is Volume 1. And then no one likes Volume 2. 
<laughs> but um, I don't like it either. It's horrible. Okay. But yeah. I want to talk. I like volume. I like volume one. Let me finish this. I like yeah. volume one more because it's basically just it's a small group of people <laughs> that are all just kind of messing around in the same headspace. Whereas volume three, it is a lot more diverse, but I like the, the sort of more homogeneous consistency. You said homo. It's just a <laughs> homo. It's it's a lot of people. It's just a bunch of people. Not a bunch, but like a group of like 20-ish people, 20-something people acting very homo mm -hmm. for like 19 tracks. And mm -hmm. they all know, they're all doing basically the same thing. Yeah. But it they have their own spin on it. That's why I like it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about... There's a, there's just something I notice within Flex, and it's people. I'm not I'm not here to like talk shit on the label. Yeah, I know. But as just, long as it's like neutral stuff. Yeah, I like just want to kind of answer stuff. I can talk because about it. No, I just kind of yeah. want to know. Like I see people all the time, and they're listening to Flex music and listening to their own yeah. music. I don't get that. I mean, I like my music, okay, but yeah. I don't want it on my daily mixes. Okay. Mm, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So yeah. Uh, when it comes to Flex music. I actually do very much understand why people listen to like other people in Flex's music. I listen to, I'm not in Flex, but I still listen to Flex music. Recent Flex music, I think is taking a bit of a downturn because from what I, from what I can tell, they're putting a lot of emphasis on the same couple of like up and comers who are more generic meme rappers. Like, yeah, uh, they're just, uh, if you look at the channel nowadays, it's just a lot of like the clown and Ray so sexy and spit bucket. And I mean, they're cool and all for like a song or two, but that's just kind of all they're releasing now. Yeah, right. It's it it's, it feels it all it all feels like generic um 2016 2017 SoundCloud meme rap where they have like a sample and a minimalist beat and they're like yeah. I mean, so yeah, that's, what was the that's, that's not what I, and that's not what I do. That's not what most of the people here or in Flex do. That's just kind of what they're putting. It feels like they're putting a lot of their eggs in that basket. Yeah. But I get I get why you would listen if like people in Flex or people who are fans of Flex would you know listen to Flex music. There's a lot of there's yeah. a lot to choose from and a lot of it has a very likable headspace. Yeah. With me, as far as listening to my own music, I know you're trying to talk right now, but like I, I gotta get this out. I gotta get this out. <laughs> yeah, that's so, cool. Um with like listening to my own music, um I do it selectively. Mm -hmm. I don't uh, it depends on like the headspace i never listen to god mode or in development but i do from time to time if i'm listening to myself it's usually either my really old stuff from like pre-flex music or like early flex music or squeaky for president it's usually the stuff that is the most bangerish usually the least polished stuff yeah who said fuck that <laughs> isaac <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah so yeah what how do you think flex like how has it changed since you joined flex like did the yeah, did the um, emphasis change or was it the change in like roster uh, that was like really changed uh, basically it? uh <laughs> it it was an ever-changing thing. It was like a constant stream of consciousness sort of label everything mm -hmm. was very stream of consciousness and a lot of people like that. I like that a lot for a while. Okay, I'm sorry to have little, to cut uh, you off, but I have to go let my cat outside. Hold on. Yeah. Yo, you have a cat. That's, that's very feminine. That's very feminine. You. I found an article the other day. I think I might have posted it here. It was like, survey shows that uh, women find men with cats to be less attractive. 
Hey, and, uh, uh, squeaky. Yeah. What do you think about this uh, album cover that I posted? Oh, uh, where is it? That is that a, that is an album cover. Yeah. Dude, I love it. Fuck. Dream uh, almost. Dream than... almost made me kill myself and my entire family. Yeah. Fire. I'm excited to hear whatever that that album entails. All right, I'm back. So, what were you saying about how it's like an oh, ever-changing? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just it's just a stream of consciousness. Uh, from what? Okay, so I originally joined Flex in 2019 around what was considered like, I guess their golden age. It was just a bunch of it was like oh, a, a, a limited man. amount of people who were like so like 20 you know, to 30 people. Thing. It was like tw maybe like 30-ish or something like okay. that. Uh, some and uh, it was it was just kind of. It was messy, but in a fun way. Yeah. It was, no one, no one was taking anything seriously. I think quarantine is actually what kind of made the biggest changes. Because before that, I was like, I was a junior in high school. I had a lot of things going on. Had a lot of priorities. I was just, as far as like Discord and Flex went, I would just open it up for a few minutes at a time, and then like close out of it, and then I don't know, check it at like nighttime. Mm -hmm. Usually, I would just check it when I was like waiting for my grandpa to pick me up from school. Cause I, I I couldn't drive yet, yeah. And so uh, it's very occasional thing. It's a very occasional thing. Then quarantine hits. We all you know we all get locked in. We all open up Discord, and uh, Flex starts thriving in like the Discord server. Yeah. But then there's like the shift, and I, I didn't really consider much, but I, it just came to my mind. The shift, the Discord server. Uh, I think like the people who weren't in Flex and fans started to uh, become less active in the the community, mm -hmm. and it started to just kind of become the artists. Yeah, community. like all the community. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna be real. I can't even remember a lot of what was going on, dude. It was like a year. Uh, it started uh, like oh, well over a year ago, and it was just all this weird stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, I it, it, you know I said it, it just changed all the time. The reason I can't remember anything is because it changed so much over so long of a time. Mm -hmm. There was just so much. It was just a bunch of people trying to figure out how do we structure this label? Should it be more of a collect, a loose collective, or more of a structured label? Should it? Should we enforce quality control to, or should we just let whatever come out or sign whoever? Should we have a huge roster or a small roster? Should we ignore? random drama or should we try to deflect it yeah it was a bunch of it was a bunch of weird things going on yes yeah, and uh it got kind of one it got a little overwhelming at times two i got kind of addicted i kept checking discord like all the time and it was getting in the way of me focusing on like online school yeah <laughs> yeah so and, uh yeah. What I, what I really like about Juicy Flannel is I'm involved with a lot of the music that's made. Um, so like, and I and I upload and help distribute a lot of it. So I I think I help quality control it. So we haven't released that much music recently. Um, Zach's put out like one single and one EP this year. And then I put out one album, and that's probably it for the year. Lil JT's put out one song. So there's really not been much coming out, and it's kind of nice because I remember when 
everyone was releasing stuff so much it was like impossible to keep track of all of it and i can't imagine doing that with 50 artists all releasing with different distributors and different no quality control so i can kind of see why yeah yeah why um, flex what music I, what has I gone like, downhill yeah. what it, i like, like what I like about Juicy Flail is that it is so small and so like casual. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, there isn't stuff going on all the time. We can just focus on our own real life priorities yeah. and then hop on Discord and then, you know, do our thing. We're this small kind of more uh, at the same, like it's, we're simultaneously like more closely knit in that it's just five of us. We can think in the same headspace, mm-hmm. but then we're, it's also like more loose You know, we're just kind of doing things on our own time. Yeah. Yeah. We are we are a boy band. I don't we are able to come together and release music where we all hop on the same song. Yeah, like well, a boy band. But we need to get on that Juicy Flail anthem. Yeah, Juicy Flail anthem. Yeah. The debut of the Juicy Flail boy band. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Flex hated Juicy Flail so much. Back in like November, <laughs> they they genuine. I I think they genuinely like want hated my guts. <laughs> Uh, they probably did. I, I'm not sure, dude. I, uh, I, I'm, you know, 18. I, I think I'm pretty patient, yeah. pretty like mature. I, I don't really mind a whole lot. That being said, a lot of the people in Flex, though, I do fuck with them. They are mostly like 14, 15 year olds, a little more emotionally impulsive. You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they'll do some, they'll do some weird things. <laughs> they'll do some weird things. A lot of them. A little less uh, on the social side. I got a lot of friends. Oh wait, uh, hold on one second. Sorry. Like, you know. <laughs> Podcast turned into uh, a little squeaky interview. Hi. Good. I'm holding in this fart right now. Bro, I just farted on my mic it was two like times. A baby I burped fart, in bro. my mic three times, bro. I dicked mm. in my ass ten times. I stuck dick in my ass ten times. Stuck in <laughs> my mouth five times. Ah, it's coming out. Baggy. <laughs> I stuck in <laughs> Yo, Swizzle. Get your faggot friend. I just... You let these... Bitch, I'm going back to McDonald's. No, go back. I'm going to Amazon. Don't you dare, don't you dare yeah, go back to McDonald's. Shit, bro, where where all where all the places you work? <laughs> Wendy's, McDonald's, Amazon, Burger King. For one day. For one day. You worked at which one you worked Popeyes. at for one day? Popeyes, Popeyes for one day. Popeyes? What what made you leave after one day? It was trash. <laughs> go on. Elaborate. It was so ass. They had me making drinks. Like, they had you, had you making All drinks. Right, I'm back. Sorry about yeah. that. What kind, of, what kind of drinks would you make? The soda and shit. <laughs> would you like cook, cooking up the soda, cooking up the soda fresh COVID, from the ground up? COVID, they can't touch the machine. So you have to touch it. Oh no. Sounds ass, bro. Sound, <laughs> sounds horrible. You, you, where you work right now, if anywhere. McDonald's. McDonald's. They chased me out. I'm probably gonna know more. Yeah, bro. I'm gonna I'm probably have to find some place to to work while I'm in a uh, college. I don't know what they have over in uh, Ireland, but probably probably Irish McDonald's. 
I hope they sell the the shamrock shakes year round. So are you are you just gonna be like completely Irish in four years when you come back? Two Say it again. Are you just gonna be completely Irish when you come back in four years? Oh, maybe. I don't know. That'd be I do. I I do know I I pick up accents pretty quick because I have perfect pitch. So. Oh really? I am prone to I am prone to memorizing and picking up on accents. But you actually uh, have perfect pitch. Fast. Yes, I do. That's cool. Is it annoying? Uh, no. If anything, the most annoying thing I have is my fucking lazy eye. Oh. Uh, huh. You know, uh, when when God made me, He boosted He boosted my hearing, but fucked up my vision. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Eye for an eye. That was stupid. That didn't. Nah, dude, eye for an ear. That didn't. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. I don't know why I said that. I was trying to sound all philosophical and stuff. Philosophical. Yeah. Like. After an eye was like. Hammurabi. Was like the like Hammurabi was. He was talking about like. If you get, like actually taking dudes' eyes. Yeah, out. like if you if you shoot someone, you get shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. You know, he, he's kind of he's kind of onto something. You know what I mean. So. Back to our discussion about flex, which I don't know why we're talking about flex, but because you you wanted to, I don't know, you wanted me to spill the tea. No, I'm just I'm just kind of <laughs> interested to learn about. I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, I get that from I someone that. who's been well, in it. Ain't, ain't, no, since <laughs> ain't no ain't no shade to be thrown through its golden age. You've been in it, so yeah, um, yeah. Do you think? Damn. Uh, that's just Zach being Zach. He he Zach. he throws insults at Juicy Flail all the time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of I kind of mess with it. So do you think? Oh, and he's back tonight. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Um. <laughs> what's going on about? <laughs> Zach, what are? Is that you good? Yeah. She went to suck on my dick tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? The 14, 15 year olds are immature, but she laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I do. Okay, just own it like that. All right. I'm yeah. mature, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud with uh, with my, my taste in, in humor. I'm an unmature 18 year old. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you think flex music? Is going to go back uphill or downhill uh, I, from here? Uh, I think it's I think it's gonna kind of stay where it is because uh, I'm probably not going up. I think Flex Music was best like 2019 to like around when quarantine began because no I one really cared. Was, they was, just kind of they, they, they just kind of, it's probably fire. I don't know. They probably just they just messed around and had a lot of fun. It's not good by technical standards, yeah. but that's what's good about it. They just kind of. You know, they're doing their thing and having fun doing it. So, Meanwhile, uh, there kind of came this uh, phase where money everyone wanted to, they wanted to make money. And so they wanted to, like, make stuff that was more commercial and uh, more polished. And they were telling us to use this, this mastering site called BandLab. And I don't know, it kind of messed with me because, like, I started, I got FL Studio and started learning how to, like, Mix and master and shit, and I was ass at it at first, but I've gotten pretty good at it, I yeah. think. And I can I can do pretty decent stuff in like a ten minute span max. Yeah, dude. I could, and I'll, and now it's like 
Now it's like, I, I want to release stuff that's more gritty and it doesn't sound like polished. Because it's just harder that way. It's more fun. Yeah. But it reminds me of like older music I used to make and used to listen to from like Flex. But mm. it's like, it doesn't sound, I can't come to rap over it without putting like at least something on my vocals to make them pop more. Yeah. It, it's, it's like this dilemma I got going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember, I think it was May 2018. I, I got, resist the urge. I got Ableton and I, I a couple of days ago, I went back and listened to the first speed I made and wow, it was horrible. But <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. Dude, I feel that. And I, uh, I'm just like, how yeah. did I ever think this was good? But I progressed so far within. Dude, I just, I just have a big appreciation for like imperfections. Yeah. Or imperfections and uh, yeah. just casualness. Yeah, because yeah, I totally agree with that. All all the perfectly mixed songs are usually some of the shallowest and mean. Yeah, yeah, and the most uh, unentertaining. Yeah, you know they sound they sound perfect, but they're not good. And I yeah, think, so I just I, I think, just try to do the I try to do the bare minimum. I think there's a really big give and take when it comes to radio friendliness because either it's gonna you know i don't know really i don't really know where i'm going with this yeah i don't know uh i just do whatever is you know fun to me yeah i will say um it's it's kind of weird because i know most of my fans are like i at least the prominent ones are like people like you know, <laughs> or like i know most of my like prominent fans are just like flex members who uh, they they kind of go back and forth on what they want to hear. <laughs> like you know they, uh, you know one moment they'll be like we want to hear we want to hear you, drop, like, more series music. And then when I drop that they're like no we want you to drop uh we want you to drop like OG squeaky yeah uh, gritty uh, lo-fi rap sort of stuff right yeah and they and they also have a a tendency to compare a lot they don't they don't take the this is beyond just flex. I feel like this is an issue a lot of people have. They just kind of don't take the music at face value as the individual music. They just want to like uh -huh. compare it to other music the artist has dropped before or their peers are dropping. Yeah. And then they just kind of get into this. In flex, I felt like there was this competition going on all the time to drop the the best album. Mm -hmm. Whatever would get whatever Beetle Bat. Shout out to him would give the highest score hmm. a lot of people was trying to make uh whatever beetle bat would like the most huh. so, yeah and he, so it and turned, pro tip in order to impress him you just have to be as serious as possible so it turned it so it turned so what was the like turned into a competition what was the time span from it being just for fun from it turning into a competition uh uh, uh probably uh just for fun was basically everything up until like Around when quarantine began. So like March. Because uh, I remember March. Young Schmoobin came out with Easily Flex Repeat, which wasn't really even him taking it seriously. But for some reason, a lot of people were like, uh, it was it was like he's focused more on the, the like banger aspect of it. Yeah. And it was pretty, it seemed like a pretty novel idea, you know. Mm -hmm. Someone was dropping music that is just focused on being a banger. And uh, the people on the very reliable website aoty which is a website i hate by the way yeah. um is uh the people over there really liked it so uh came to a point where uh there was this movement to like 
do whatever AOTY likes the most. And it kind of made all the music afterwards kind of rough and bumpy. So that so eat, sleep, flex, repeat was really the turning point for the. It was the turning point for the music quality of flex. So was that around the time that uh, Beetlebat like they were really trying to get highest ratings with whatever Beetlebat was doing? <laughs> uh, I just say I just say the like the Beetlebat thing because Beetlebat is like. Uh, the the like he just reviews all the stuff that comes from Flex basically and for some reason I feel like a lot of people uh, I I'm, I don't like mean it literally but I'm saying when I say people are trying to make whatever impresses Beetlebat the most that or would try to make whatever impresses Beetlebat the most that basically just means they're competing for the title of best Flex album usually it's albums yeah because a lot of people and uh you know he'll Beetlebat will uh review. The new Flex albums when they come out on AOTY, usually he doesn't give any of them more than 60-something. Mm-hmm. Because I, yeah, I noticed that. They, a lot of people want the most, like, influence that they can get. And I feel like that that, that gets in the way of them yeah. doing what they really want to. I noticed that they started an album of the week or something. And they did one that's really like, now. and they did that's one, one that's like a year old. Mayan by Lil Eggnog. Oh, I've heard that. I heard it when it was uh when it right when it came out. Yeah. I wasn't really feeling it. It was it's in, it's interesting as it is. It's basically uh just like noise, hyper pop, rap shit post shit. It's very loud and strange and it made, it was very hard to sleep afterwards cuz it did some weird stuff to my ears. <laughs> what do you th- And that's exactly what it's going for, but yeah. it's not something I ever listened to again afterwards it's it's cool for like a listening party or a call mm-hmm. but not for anything like other than that what do you think is the ultimate flex album ultimate flex album bro no stockings by submarine man <laughs> dude that that is that album is legitimately a 10 out of 10 album in my eyes really there's absolutely nothing bad about it everything about it is amazing then what what do you think about uh barefoot world Way overhated, in my opinion. Way overhated. Okay. I think I think uh, flex people uh, tend to latch on to like one aspect of an album as being like good or bad. They 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 mm-hmm. don't like Barefoot Worlds because it's it's all covers. So they're like, oh, it's all covers. It's gimmicky. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With Spooky Hours Two, which I released recently, which is just three random songs I, I thought were interesting to release. Would be funny to release. Um. They were like, it's not, it's bad. Everyone says it's the worst thing I ever released because it's called Spooky Hours 2 and yeah. it isn't like the original Spooky Hours. But let's see what rating it has on AOTY. I don't care about AOTY. I, I just it don't care 57. about AOTY. Beetleback gave it a 66. And then well, Beetleback is very, he's a very different. And then someone else gave it. And then someone else gave it a zero. And shout out R. Kelly. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people mad about it. A lot of people. I I, for basically the entire time I was in Flex, I was considered like the easy, easily best artist because I was willing to occasionally make music that wasn't like meme rap. Yeah. If you want to call it that, I don't like the term meme rap, but Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean. Uh, and as soon as I left, and especially after releasing Spooky Hours 2, 
my credibility amongst those guys and like my overall uh, esteem, the way I've been esteemed has fallen. They just don't like me as much anymore, man. Do you think that has to they do... They don't like my music as much anymore. When do you think they stopped liking you very much? Like, when did when did the point when come I, when... The moment I dropped Spooky Hours, too. <laughs> really? So, they didn't, they didn't hate you until two weeks ago? Yeah, they did not. They don't even hate me. They just don't like me that much anymore. And they're, they're, they're putting a lot more emphasis on, like, Young Garfield as being the best... One of the best artists who was ever in the label. Hmm. Yeah, I... And, like, other artists, like Kid Floral. I've never even heard of I don't of know, that. man. Like, the, the original... The original, uh... I remember the original Holy Grail, like, best artist in the label was, I think, like, Kid Fang. That was back, like... 2019 tw early 2020 then it became young schmoobin uh -huh. then it became emily fincham when she what got is signed. the deal then with her in the within the label she's a girl and she has simps that's basically it so is she because i've never seen her talk in the in the flex discord is she she's, even in she's it? basically she's only there because like clout they want her clout and they and they think it's and they just funny to have her there, I guess. So why did she? Funny. Why did she join? She wanted to join a label. But she collective. But she is like. And her brother, her brother's in it. Her brother was one of the first people to join it. Kid Floral. Oh, but she has like fifteen thousand monthly listeners or something. Oh, Oh, twenty five thousand. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. She probably thought it was was funny to join, and she thinks it's funny to be in it. And they think it's funny. More so, it's other people think it's funny to have her in there. Yeah. And also, more people keep trying to shoot their shot. <laughs> so, huh. Yeesh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so then she was, like, worshipped for a few weeks. Then I became the, like, de facto best flex artist for forever, basically. Up until, like, Little Mosquito Disease dropped Infestation. Uh -huh. And then it became me again, right before I left. Yeah. And then, now I think it's Kid Floral or something. I don't know. I've never heard Freedom of Garfield. Kid Floral. He basically uh, almost completely trans transitioned to making music that is just like, I hate using this term, but serious music. Uh -huh. <laughs> if that makes sense. I, I hate the terms like meme rap and and ironic music and like series music and ironic unironic music. music i i don't like those terms i don't use them much but you know when i when i when i try using them in like a conversation you, you know you know what i mean by them. yeah you know what i mean by them uh, -huh. uh that that's basically i don't think there's even like a de facto best artist i think those like a lot of people are just i think little mosquito disease in particular is like going back being like yo young garfield is like the best artist we've ever had or one of the best artists we've ever had Mm -hmm. I remember when I was there, I was I was putting a lot of emphasis on Submarine Man being the best thing that ever happened to the label, which I agree with. Yeah, I think Submarine Man is the best thing to ever happen. He, to yeah, the his his videos have like a hundred thousand views. I don't, I don't, I don't. My my appreciation for him has absolutely nothing to do with his views or his numbers. It has to do with the music itself. Yeah, dude, he. I know, I know I he's basically he like the go-to bad you, artist. Would you say he like, did the most for the label, though? Did Do you think... No, he didn't. He didn't do the most. Uh, if we're talking... If we want to get, like, technical, the person who did the most is, I mean, Little Mosquito Disease. He's the guy who, like, leads the... Has led the label. Yeah. For, like, ever. But, uh... Submarine Man is just the pinnacle of music. 
from Flex, the pinnacle of yeah. that sort of comedic music is he just has he, so is much. He, is he the epitome of Flex Entertainment? Yes, he is. Okay. He has he's he, he has so much undying passion and energy in his music. Yeah. He does not hold back one bit. He just goes all in. So that's and what it's, it's that's what Flex cool. is supposed to be. You're supposed to be going all in, doing whatever the hell you want, regardless of what people are gonna think. But, um, yeah. And and in particular, just being very raw mm-hmm. and very, um, brash, and just going very hard. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, I just remember. I think one of the big things that kind of messed it up was that Flex was like all about characters and. You know, Submarine Man's a big character, Little Mosquito Disease is a big character, Little Squeaky was his big character for a long time. It was all about characters, and so, at some point it just kind of became about the people, like the actual people themselves behind so the artists, and the what, characters started going away. What was the, it felt like, what was the character I don't know of what Little did Squeaky? That. What was it, was the, just, it was just, you know, I'm, me, I'm uh, as a person, I'm, I'm just, just kind of pretty, you know, Regular dude, pretty studious dude, very good student. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of friends. I, I, Little Squeak was barely even a character. It was just me making like weird. It was just me rapping weird lyrics and like generic lyrics and weird sex lyrics. Yeah. And occasionally throwing in random offensive humor. <laughs> and then all of a sudden that started to just kind of go away. <laughs> and it's kind of not safe for me to even say that anymore because I know there are people out there. I know there are people out there. And I've seen there are people out there who listen, who still just listen to music from Flex just so they can point out like any offensive stuff that gets that said in the songs. Huh. And we'll go to yeah. So, um, it wasn't really even a character, but I just started being more real, and a lot of people started being more real and more emotional, and mm-hmm. that was a big problem. Emotions shouldn't <laughs> be uh in these sorts of groups and collectives and labels. They shouldn't be. A thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just, just have fun and go crazy. Do you think? Not uh, be real. Do you think Brad Taste or Big Baller B has brought a lot of attention to the label? Or uh, is, yeah, absolutely. Or is absolutely. His, yeah. And I think it's for the better. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 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 basically worshipped mainly because Lil Mosquito disease. Um, like basically thinks he's the best thing that ever happened in life <laughs> i think Lil Mus- yeah i don't know I th- uh yeah so um they i mean they did make a uh, swarm which is pretty it's kind of in the flex hall of fame as far as like important projects i don't think it's aged too well musically it, uh, some of it does sound pretty dated but <laughs> it, it it does have some pretty great energy to it but it has artv on it that's kind of funny yeah yeah and uh other than that he, I mean, he's he's, he's kind of just one of the best examples. Him and Emily Fincham of people who have clout and therefore are uh, kind of unquestionably worshipped. And Mosquito is kind of seen as seen as this like supreme leader who no one questions. Huh. <laughs> and yeah. like that was that was a problem when I was there. Even when I was like an executive, I was seen as a supreme leader who should never be questioned. And that was an issue because my views on what the label should do were always like dramatically different from mm-hmm. basically every other executive. Yeah, I think it, it was it was it was interesting, kind of weird. I think that it was interesting. I think Loomis. Look, I, yeah. No, you go I ahead. Do wanna, you go yeah. ahead. Right, I, I do want to just make this very clear. All this stuff, there's there's a lot that I've said, a lot of like stuff that it almost it kind of seems like uh 
I just want to make this abundantly clear. I don't know if it seems like this or not, but I just don't really care about much of this. It's all weird stuff on Discord. Yeah. I've used the word weird a lot because that's the best way to describe it. It's just very weird, confusing stuff on Discord that I just don't really care about and therefore don't remember a lot about. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if it like, even if I only left Flex like late April, which I think I did, uh, April twenty something. Most of it is just kind of escaped my memory, and I yeah. don't really care much about it. It was it was fun while I was there, but got a lot less. Basically, just got a lot less fun. Mm-hmm. Um. A while down the line and i felt like it would be it would feel good feel kind of liberating especially considering i was getting addicted to discord because i kept checking that server yeah related servers uh to leave the label and start getting that addiction out of my mind start freeing myself up Mm -hmm. yeah well that's all the questions i have about flex yeah (laughs) yeah that was it's it's not there's not that much for me to say really Mm -hmm. well I just don't remember a whole lot. Yeah. I'm not fixated on the past. I'm not fixated on random uh, stuff on Discord. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. Right now, as far as music goes, I just wanna wanna get to making some bangers and I wanna <laughs> I wanna make sure that Juicy Flail is the greatest boy band in the history yeah. of boy bands. Dude, we should make a song together for whatever your next project is. That's just the hardest song ever made. Maybe, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh they don't I know. I know uh, it's going to be a little annoying when, like, young Lambo starts being like, this song is the worst thing ever because Schwizzle is on it. Yeah, he's going to say uh, that for sure. Yeah. And then tending gonna, Bike. Uh, and he's going to say uh, bonus Tending P. Bike is, yeah. Yo, I, I, need to, I need to talk about Tending Bike. That This dude is one of the most fascinating human beings I've ever come to meet. Tending Bike. This dude is just a legendary in both the best and worst ways. <laughs> he... He was, he was a member of Flex for a while. I don't know if he... I think he's not in the label right now. Yeah, he left or but, something. Yeah, but he's he's going he's going through some weird stuff right now. He he has such an, a fascinating history. It is, it is truly incredible. So, Tending Bike was like maybe... He was one of the first like five people or something signed to Flex. He was one of the first people. He was, he'd been there since day one. Uh-huh. And, and he was known as Big Lil at the time. Which that's, is a much better oh, stage name. Everyone yeah. loves the Big, Big Lil. Big Lil, he, that's a hilarious name. Big Lil, dude, dude, dude was a legend. He, he was known for these, these uh songs like, Insane, which has a very iconic video of him, like having a seizure basically with a crit mask on. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 amazing, and his music is. He also uh, was known for like a, he had a song with Young Fizz called Air Jordans, which also had uh, multiple sequels: Air Jordans 2, Air Jordans 2.5, Air Jordans 3, Air Jordans 3.5, and he said he will never make Air Jordans 4. Huh. And there are also multiple versions of Air Jordans 3. You know, so, <laughs> that would be funny I, yeah, if it was just so. like Air, Air Jordans 3.95 or something. Yeah, yeah, and the best thing about Air Jordans, all the songs that uh. They hardly ever talk about Air Jordans. They talk about different shoes. Like the first line in the song, the original at least, is "Got my Gucci flip flops." <laughs> That's yeah. funny. And uh, the thing, the whole thing about Big Low for much of his career is that you couldn't understand what he was saying. He would just mumble into like his iPhone mic, and uh, and like not know what to say. And that was that was basically his whole thing. He was very incomprehensible. Yeah. And uh, that that led to a lot of backlash. A lot of people did not like him and said he was one of the worst in the label because you couldn't understand him. But I don't know. I always thought he was pretty fire. Huh. Uh, 
around a little before I dropped in development, I dropped this song called Leave You On Red, which was like a year old. And it was a song I made in like March 2020 with Big Lil. And it uses, um, yeah, that, that's basically Prime Big Lil. And um, just the incomprehensible mumbling. Yeah. Eventually, when, I, when Flex got into that bad phase where they got uh, very concerned with like quality and quality control, mm-hmm. they kicked Big Lil out, despite the fact that he'd been there since day one. Yeah. But then, uh, he was known as Tending Bike at that time, and um, he he was he was really going through it. A lot of people were being very uh, hostile. Some people were giving him constructive criticism. Others were being very hostile towards him in their dislike for him. He joined uh, another label that was kind of seen as an enemy label of Flex, almost called uh, CRZ Records. It was previously Icy Records, then Billion Dollar Records. And uh, it merged with Flex when me and Lil Mosquito Disease split a payment of 500 Robux to the owner of Billion Dollar Records. You MD. actually paid for a <laughs> record label in Robux? Yes. They were yes, offering we, we me Robux. The label in Robux. They were they, offering yes, me we, Robux. You know, remember, well, I think we were offering you Robux. Yeah, because we had done it before. We had bought a label with Robux and put it into Flex. That was maybe the most controversial thing i ever did as an executive that seems like something you go to jail for yeah <laughs> yeah i i bought it with robux that's anyways hilarious. yes so so billion dollar records he, he was he was there i think he was an executive in billion dollar records actually but he had this very big comeback when with um he dropped a song called backseat with the weekend and and it was um it's it's basically exactly what you would uh expect from a a tending bike song with mm-hmm. the weekend <laughs> it's it was it was magical it was, yeah. it was it's a it's an amazing song and uh eventually it would uh it would bring him back into the the, the public eye a lot of people started to like him again and <laughs> then he ended up uh leaving billion dollar records and easily got signed back to flex huh. and then he dropped more bangers like glizzy and um <laughs> I helped, um, me and Mosquito were like listening to a lot of his old deleted songs, like, uh, one of them being Side Effects, mm-hmm. and, uh, we dropped a surprise remix without him knowing of Side Effects, <laughs> which featured, uh, me, Young Lambo, and Lil Mosquito Disease on top of, uh, the original guest verses from Lil PP and Lil Kolya, <laughs> and, uh, became kind of a big sleeper hit, so, Tending Bike, it's kind of on top of the world, he released his, uh, very long-awaited debut album, The Shop, earlier this year in March. Yeah, he was basically on top of the world, and on the Flex Flex Entertainment Hot 100, um, which is like the the chart run by Beetlebat of the most like popular Flex songs of the week based on like streams, mm-hmm. and you have to like send in your streams. Um, the remix of Backseat with that bike made with his his uh real life longtime friend Legoland, um was a surprise hit and climbed all the way to number one on the chart somehow racking up thousands of streams in a week and so um he had this big like explosion in popularity out of nowhere but then it kind of just all ended and um he he got very down bad he was originally for ariana grande he was originally uh joking about like his obsession with ariana grande but then it became real and he just became a straight-up like twitter stan Weird. He was very down bad. He was all he acted very insecure on uh Discord and on Twitter and everything. 
and eventually uh now he's he's very sad emotionally and after ariana grande got married he was listening to one of my sad songs on repeat that, and crying oh that oh that's weird yeah yeah it wow. was uh that's his big fall from grace and now he's seen as he's seen in a very negative light again he was on one of my songs recently where he has a another one of his i guess uh you can say like hilariously bad verses yeah. i love the verse it is it, it's got this very uh it's got that signature big lil energy to it mm -hmm. but um everyone says bike ruined it young lambo said it's one of the worst things i ever released because it has tending bike on it <laughs> <laughs> it's that but nonetheless it's uh it's pretty interesting also tending bike and young lambo had this very high profile uh on and off relationship sort of thing <laughs> so young lambo um was kind of the mastermind behind the shop which yeah. was like i said it was um tending bike's album and he heard all the songs first he he did mixing and mastering on the whole album i think and mm -hmm. um Except uh, I produced a song on it, and I just was like, you know, I'll, I'll mix it for, in like five minutes. So I did that. Yeah. And uh, everything else was all Young Lambo, and uh, because of that, Young and Young Lambo was also kind of a like creative director. He was telling Bike what to do on the songs, and uh, he featured on a song, and it kind of raised concerns uh, that he was like forcing his way onto songs because there were a number of like songs from different artists he was trying to force his way onto. And feature on everything possible huh. and uh eventually uh he stopped but tending bike got like attached to him and he kept sending the new songs he was making all of them to young lambo because he felt like he had to still weird. it was very weird and um now we are at the point where they're distant from each other and young lambo has expressed lots of um distaste for tending bike huh. Young Lambo is but certainly a character. Young Tending, he is very much a character. He's he's had his ups, he's had his downs. He was very different like a year ago. He in calls would rarely ever talk. If we were playing Minecraft, he would just he would he he got a reputation for like screaming and crying when like we did stuff to him. Like I killed his dogs or something. Yeah. And, uh, but other than that, he was very quiet, very low profile, hmm. and uh, he was actually going to retire. He announced like May last year or something that Lambo season was going to be his only album and he would retire. Clearly not the case now, but yeah. he's working on his uh, second album as we speak, I believe. But Well, he released he, like that. No, his third album. His third album. Yeah, he released the one that was like yes. Mission or yeah, something. He, he, his, the, the mission to make Speeder Flop was his second album because it was going to be a mixtape, but I told him it would be funny if he made it his second studio album, so he made it his second studio album. Why is it named <laughs> the way it is? Oh, because cause, uh, Sammy the Fish is this hyper-pop artist who is in Flex, who uh, is pretty... Uh, his, his music, he, he's seen as a good guy. He's, he is not a controversial guy, but his, he is a good guy, but his music is controversial in Flex. A lot of people don't like it. I am in the crowd of also not liking it. And Young Lambo did not want to see Speeder, his album that he released earlier this year, succeed. So he released the mission to make Speeder flop <laughs> at the same time as Speeder was supposed to release. But then Sammy the Fish delayed Speeder 
by eight hours. Like no, no, it wasn't eight hours. It was it was until eight p.m. on the Friday it was supposed to come out, so that it was not overshadowed by the mission to make speed or flop. That's funny. So the the effect of the success in making speed or flop is it's it's debated. Hmm. It's kind of up in the air. Did it flop? Fascinating stuff, really. He used to be young Lambo. Used to be very quiet. Then um, I helped him make Lambo season. I I was very involved in helping him make it. Yeah. And um, it was a pretty magical album. A lot of people really liked it, myself included. And uh, then uh, after that, he became very loud, very vocal, almost to a fault. And uh, he's kind of gone back and like up and down, kind of back and forth on if he's too annoying or if he's like not too annoying. Huh. It, very, very fascinating man, for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that was an interesting discussion, for yes. sure. Thanks for Absolutely. talking for such a long time. I'll make sure yeah, to man, send I'm, this in the Flex server, and then they'll get mad at us. <laughs> no, 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 don't. I'm actually going to request that you don't do that, because I know I don't really care, but I, I would like to minimize the amount that I get annoyed. Yeah. So, um, I mean, but we were still with it. I mean, but we weren't actually like talking garbage. We weren't. We weren't. But I know that I know I don't I I can do without young Lambo (laughs) being a being weird to me or low mosquito disease being like, yo, everything he said is cap when it's not. Yeah. So I just want to I just want to live simple. Yeah. Okay. Then I I won't send it in flex. (laughs) But all right. Thanks for the talk. Fascinating discussion about some fascinating characters. All right. See ya. Yeah, yeah. Have a good one. You too. Yeah, yeah. Packing the mail. It's gone. She like I smell cologne. I just had a deal. I'm on. Yeah, yeah.